They shoot the shit. They shoot, they shoot the shit. Shoot, 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 shit, shit, shit. Shooting the shit with Chippa. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Shooting the Shit with Chippa. I have been doing um, lots of reviews um, this October, um, and I'm really starting to get a, a feel for it. I like it. It's not my normal bag. It's not what the podcast normally is, but um, I'm trying to stretch out into different things, things that I might be able to do without a guest. But I think the movie we're going to talk about here uh, requires um, a guest. So before I get into who that guest is, and it's someone that you guys really like and you're going to continue to like because I say so, um, I'd like to thank my $15 or more a month patrons. You are Aaron Moriarty, Andrew Krauss, Seth Comfort, Collaborating Online, Seth Decker, Shore Hansen, Goose Stead, Robert V. Aldrich, Mike the Gatherer, Kevin. CV, Alex Peregrine, Alex Shaw, Geeks with Shields, Green Goblin, Patricia Chipman, Brendan Agnew, Christopher Finnick, and GD. Thank you all so much. Um, your patronage and everybody's patronage, even if it's just a dollar, hell, even if it's just a share of my stuff helps. Um, if you want to help, if you like what you're hearing, if you like the ridiculous amount of content I've put out this month, please get over to patreon.com slash the chippa and throw me a dollar or several. Um, again, this is not what I do for my main career, but every little dollar extra helps make this better, helps make this more, and it helps me and my family be more happy and more awesome. And with that, Hey everybody, it's Chris Chipman, a.k.a. The Chippa, and Seth Decker back. We have not at all been recording all night together. This is a brand new thing, we promise. But anyway, we're here to talk to you about a not divisive at all, just perfect home run smash of a movie that everybody loves, Halloween Kills. <laughs> Was that sarcastic enough? No, yeah, yeah, I, I got it, for sure. It, yeah. All right. So, so I, I, I don't know if you, anyone who are both listening to this, follow both of us. I hope they would. But I'm just going to go out right now and say it that warts and all, I love Halloween Kills. What about you? Yeah. So, um, I'm sure we'll get into it. Uh, I love camp. I, I love really campy camp. Um, when movies like this transcend into like, oh, that feels like actual cinema, but with like campy things underneath. It tickles a pickle in me that I didn't know existed, so I'm just very happy over here. Good. Same here. So if anybody that's coming to listen to this doesn't know what Halloween Kills is and doesn't know what Halloween is, I'll give you a quick thing. John Carpenter made basically the best horror film ever made in 1978. There are very, very, very few ways to argue against that. Everyone, you're going to hear all this discourse about why that's the perfect horror film, this and that and the other, but it really boils down to The Shape, a.k.a. Michael Myers, a.k.a. The Boogeyman, is the perfect horror villain in that his motive doesn't make any sense. He kills like a fucking great white shark. There's no real way to explain it, and the terror doesn't stop. He can be anywhere, he can do anything, and that's it. It doesn't need any lore, it doesn't need anything else. Escaped mental nut job in a suburb terrorizes babysitters. This is a movie. You've got Jamie Lee Curtis playing the every babysitter. This is the first, one of the first final girls yes. that you've ever gotten in a movie. She's perfect at the role. The Halloween sequels are less perfect, but I love all of them. And what the Halloween sequels do, which is what every slasher film does, is they try to add lore. So Halloween 2 
added this lore to the fact that Laurie Strode was actually witness protectioned out of being Michael Myers' younger sister, who actually witnessed him kill his sister, and he's coming back to get her. A Which, pretty cool thing. Yeah, I, I maintain great idea in execution and in like creativity. That is a it, it is a really cool thing. It's so fun. And and, and so that created a timeline of films. Now, what John Carpenter and friends did that was really cool is they went and made Halloween three because they wanted these to be anthology movies. And they said, the Michael Myers story is now done. We've completed that. Michael could be dead at this point. And they go and do Halloween three, which is about haunted Halloween masks. It's a great movie in its own right. Super campy, super over the top, pissed a lot of people off. They wanted Michael. The movie was a big, big, big failure. So they brought Michael Myers back and kept adding to the lore. Oh, he may or may not be a ghost or a demon. And there's a cult that worships him and it gets really silly. Rob Zombie came in and did a Rob Zombie and, and made a version of Halloween that was both a remake of the original film and super Rob Zombie. I actually kind of like it, even though it's weird and stupid. I don't know. Have you ever seen that one, Seth? Yeah, so I unironically love the Rob Zombie remakes. Cool. Um, they are cool. They're they're the most violent thing I've ever watched. In that they make me physically cringe away from watching the screen. And and, and that and that's really important because that that was his takeaway from it is how do you how do you one up Halloween exactly. Um, I just don't like the backstory that he gave. I really like what Rob did with the movie proper. I think the why is Michael Myers crazy backstory bits when he was a kid is kind of really so, redundant. So, but I, I, but, I, but I like the movie. I love what it does for the timestamp of where he put that backstory. Yes. It, it <clears throat> makes it less applicable like across generations, I think. <clears throat> yes, exactly. And then he made Halloween 2, which is just bug nuts and I love it. Um, it, it, it's the most non Halloween Halloween movie that there's ever been. And I just love what he tried to do, even if he didn't have yes. the budget or the acting or the script <laughs> to, it, to necessarily pull it off. Do you know what Halloween two is to me? The Rob Zombie one. It is what the Rob Zombie movie we were promised with the first one without any of the like upholding canon yep. that oh, we yeah. wanted out of it oh, yeah. because it is Overall, an excellent slasher movie. It is just it is. totally divorced from the Halloween story. Yes, agreed. And and so Halloween, you know, Rob Zombie did his too. There were also a couple made in the early 2000s that were super early 2000s. But Halloween H2O was actually a perfect way to end Halloween. Um, they had Laurie Strode and Halloween facing off again. And she cuts his fucking head off. And it should be great. And then they made Halloween Resurrection, and they kill her at the beginning, and Michael Myers apparently was not Michael Myers, but the crushed trachea of the ambulance driver. And I think Buster Rhymes is in it. Yes. And it's, it's, it's really bad. But, but not, not because Buster Rhymes is in it. He's awesome. But the movie is just really bad. It's like a half-found footage, half-reality show kind of thing. It, it, it's a big mess. But anyway, David Gordon Green and Danny McBride, of all people. Oh, um, shit. The... The, the writer-director team behind Your Highness, which I love, but it's okay, terrible. Okay, wait, wait. No, you are burying the fucking lead there, Chippa. Um, Pineapple Express and Righteous I, Gemstones. I was going are... to get into those, but I want to start with Your Highness. It's much funnier to go, wait a minute, the guys that made Your Highness decided they wanted to make a Halloween movie and people gave them money. It, um, no, the, the joke holds. I just, 
I hate how perfect it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so we also have those. Now, Danny McBride and David Gordon Green, extremely talented um, people, you know, they've both done a lot of stuff. They're both apparently huge Halloween fans. David Gordon Green actually made a really, really good um, movie called Stronger, which being from Boston, it's the good um, marathon bombing movie. Yep. Um, Because the the other one should have been good, and then you realize the main character they created is not real. And, oh, oh, Mark Wahlberg, why? But... But but anyway, dialing back. Stronger is great. It's Jake Gyllenhaal. He's got no legs. It's 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 really well done. But anyway, they announced that they are going to do a Halloween movie, and they pitched it to John Carpenter, and John Carpenter was like, "Yes, yes, let's do this." So they make Halloween 2018, which pretends that Halloween two through the rest of them never happened. Exactly. Very smart, in my opinion. Um, even though I love the idea of her being his sister, they just they sullied it with all the other movies. So See, the I, idea I, that he he's just a shark again, you I, know, I, I think cutting out two was not necessary, but it also wasn't unnecessary. Like it kind right. of exists in that that weird like if you wanted to stretch your imagination, it still counts if you wanted to. Correct. It still counts. It's just the movie never tells you. Exactly. It. Yes, and I, and I like that they they don't they play around with it like they have the kids at the opening. Wasn't she his sister? No, that's just something somebody made up. And it's like okay, so exactly. maybe it could still be real, but they don't want Jamie Lee Curtis's character to know it playing, because it may. Go ahead. Play, playing with direct canon, as in like no, you can't track one certain story, is a really fun idea for canon for me. Now, exactly. Now, I know there's a lot of people that really loved Halloween 2018. I know there's a lot of people that it really rubbed the wrong way. Yeah. Which of those two were you? Uh, uh, Full on board. It was like, thank you. It's, it's, it's nice to have a nice slasher again. That's not found footage or like trying to be shitty on purpose. Like a, a, a direct, Hey, let's do a six minute one -er where three people get murdered. Yeah. Thank you. Oh God. Yes. Holy shit. Yeah, they, they, they said, hey, we're here to play. Also, this is just a slasher, so don't take it too serious. That's exactly all I want from a serious slasher. And, and it felt like a pure direct sequel to the first movie. Like, yeah. it just it yeah. felt like Halloween. And there were some people that said it didn't. They didn't like some of the silly stuff. But then I'm like, you know what? Myers was always silly. Even in the first movie, he had a playfulness like you don't go and steal your sister's tombstone and put it in a bed of a dead girl if you don't have a little bit of bombast to what you're trying to pull off here he's a six he's a six-year-old child in a 35-year-old man's body he's a six-year-old child that has seen late night horror movies that's his like like take your childhood i stayed up and snuck out into the hallway to watch my parents watch movies while they thought i was asleep like it's that brain it's like it's imaginative and expansive and i would say bordering on magical which makes yes. it more fun to me especially in halloween kills right and that's why i was going to say now having seen halloween kills there are some people and i am not just just like we did if you listen to our review of dune just like we did there i am not here to tell you you're wrong for not liking halloween kills cuz halloween kills is taking some really, really, really wide swings. Yep. It, it's it's really going for it. And and not all of it lands, but 
I respect it for not landing. That makes me more giddy. It's like the punk rock version of a Halloween movie. They're just kind of yeah. trying, and they might not have all the strings in the guitar anymore, and they, <laughs> but they're still going for it. Now, the w- reason I'm starting with saying that is I think even though I feel Halloween 2018 is a better film. I think it's tighter. I think it's more well-written. I think it's more well-realized of a film. I think I like Halloween Kills more. And the reason is it gives me the feel of a sequel to Halloween. And I've seen a ton of sequels to Halloween. So it kind of works in everything weird that all of those movies did in one package of strangeness. Whereas the first one felt, and I won't say it was like a boat anchor because I love the first one, but the first one had the Rob Zombie's Halloween thing a little bit too, where it's got some ground to retread. Yeah. You know, so it needs to make sure you know that we're serious about doing a Halloween movie. Whereas this one said, we want to make sure you know we're serious about Michael Myers fucking killing people. And that's literally all they're serious about in this movie. Yeah, I think think my takeaway was that... um the the 2018 remake was hey we promise we get what halloween is let us show you what modern halloween looks and feels like we can do that we promise they put it out and we all said you know what you're right that feels like 2018's version of a 1970s movie it's it's updated enough it's it's a little woke it's a little fun it's a little campy it's very horrible it's it's very horrifying it's gory Cool. You you hit all the notes. Cool. It's dangerous as fuck. Like that's the other thing I right. loved about it. It's dangerous. Yeah. So then Halloween Kills to me is jazz. It is okay. So you obviously if you're here, you like Halloween. And you understand that one and two are canon and three's kind of not and four a little bit is and then we shifted things after a bunch of movies and some of them are bad and some are good and some of them are good for being bad and some of them are bad for being good. And like, like Halloween kills feels like it, it grabbed all of that and went, okay, what if instead we just simplified and said, Hey, sheep mentality is awful if it's directed towards the wrong thing, because then you become the killer. Yes. And then the movie plays out and you go, yeah, that's an idea. And you get to the end of it and it goes, yeah, but what if the person you're trying to kill is not killable because he's pure evil? And that's yes. canon now. And and so I leave the movie going, this is the most realistic supernatural movie I've ever seen because I'm not sure if Michael fucking Myers can die now. Yes. And they only imply that. Um, it's only implied. Before. It's only and, implied. And I, I love, and again, I feel like what you just said is something that some people watching it don't leave with. And I, I know that that seems a little weird, but I think people were caught up. It, it, it's kind of like in the conversation we were having about another movie we were just talking about, where some people can't get past the self-seriousness of some things. Yeah. That I feel like there's some people that only only latch on to how serious they believe the original John Carpenter Halloween to be and leave out the fact that there's still, even in that movie, a campy silliness to it all that the 2018 movie had feet in both worlds. And this movie just latched on to the camp of it all to the, 
this is a very ridiculous scenario, and we're going to take this scenario very seriously, but there's going to be silly people and things that are going to be here, and if you want your movie to be serious about it, it's not going to be fun. Right. You know, if, if, if Halloween kills was as serious as say Dune, it would be the most depressive mean spirited film ever made. It, yeah. it, it would be a lecture yeah. about slasher films instead of being a slasher film. Exactly. You know, and, and, where and, and, I never, I never felt Halloween kills wanted me to feel bad about what I was watching, but there were times where Halloween kills went, Michael Myers is sadistic fucking shit. And we're going to make you watch him be that way. And you're just like, Oh Jesus Christ. Exactly. The, the, the multiple knives in the husband's back thing, the clinical, just like, I'm I'm like sitting there. I'm like, this is perfect. This is horrible, but it's perfect. But to me that, that whole sequence was like, Oh, I could have cut this whole thing from the movie and it wouldn't have lost any plot. But you know what it would have lost? Context for Michael Myers. That whole scene is character development for our serial killer. Yeah, exactly. And there's some people that don't think he needs character development. But 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 that's and you know what? Fine. If you want, just leave 2018 where it was. Sure. And, and don't accept this movie. That that's fine. But a, a thing I really want to talk about is one we t- we just talked about how well of a job Halloween Kills does being a current. Halloween film. Sure. Yeah. But but what we didn't talk about is my favorite thing about Halloween kills. Have you ever seen a film ever that more realistically captured what a film made in 1978 was supposed to look like using 2018 technology or 2021 technology? I haven't. It was uncanny in that it felt like we sent a bunch of YouTubers back in time to be like, Hey, cover this like fucked up YouTube event thing that turned into this shit show. And it's like, because we know what YouTube shit shows look like now. Right. And we know what 1970s filmmaking looks like. And it's like, what if we gave good cameras to people covering shit like that? No, you are 100% correct. 100%. What's crazy. What's crazy. Not only this, but green and whoever he had working DP for this, which I didn't look up again, but they did a brilliant job. They not only recreated the look, they recreated the look of Halloween 2. Mm-hmm. They were showing you stuff that happened supposedly right after the last shot of Halloween 1, but they filmed it to look like Halloween 2, which had more of a soap opery, like filmed through a cloud kind of look. Exactly. That I always really liked about Halloween 2. It almost like felt shot for TV. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was really cool. And they also had Michael Myers in his get-up and mask from Halloween 2. Exactly. Even though they only look slightly different, it's very important that they did that. Because he looks a little different in every movie. And I thought that was fucking phenomenal. I love everything they did in 1978. And the guy who's like a key grip that works for the director. Did you see this? The Donald Pleasance was not a um, digital effect, a digital face change, which everyone thought it was. Really? That was 100% makeup. In fact, Gordon Green got so pissed off by people shitting on that that he goes, no, here's the guy in the makeup chair getting done up to look like Donald Pleasance, and the voice was done by the same voice actor we used to do the Donald Pleasance voice work in the last movie. So there you go. Damn, that's awesome. That's so cool. Yeah. 
Oh, it's unbelievable. And the, the fact that they like hired lookalike actors for all the kids. Now, yeah. I feel it's it's silly. They got a little excessive with how many people from Haddonfield still live in Haddonfield. But but at the same time, you know what? Fuck it. I love it. Yeah, you know, I, the movie the movie plays on you as an audience member having to know that there was eight Halloween movies that happened even though they didn't happen. But, because if not, you kind of go, these people are really hanging out in a bar still lamenting over three people that died 40 years ago. Are, are we sure? No, <laughs> you know you, what I mean? You say that, and, like, it does play into those tropes, but it also plays into, like, local hometowns. Like, I'm from Martinsburg, West it Virginia. Does. There are bars that bring up games from the 80s in that area that are, like, they are Very like, true. They're so tied to those ideas that it becomes a trope across the weekend that if you're new there, the bartenders tell you like, oh yeah, if they bring up 1983, it's going to be this Martinsburg game. And it's like, oh yeah, I guess some towns are just kind of stuck on this shit, aren't they? That's awesome. Um, Another thing that I really liked that I heard a lot of people shitting on, I wanted to know what you thought about this. They felt the red herring of the other escapee was really dumb. And I thought that was really tragic and I liked it. See, I, I agree with that. And I also, I would take it a step further in that the entire third act of the first movie is based around a bunch of escapees running into the town. And that being the reason why the cops aren't fully available. Yes. In a, like a small town hospital can't take more than 500 people in a night. Yep. And, and that's like, that's just realistic numbers. So to bring in a character like that, that's like, yeah, maybe like 300 of those people saw this guy, something close to him, that, it, that nails it into small town for me, personally. And that's his, just my, my that, takeaway. That character's comeuppance was filmed so awesome. Oh, like, yeah. I will, take, I will take a falling POV tracking shot any day, and that was a great one. Like, they nailed that, you know? It, it wasn't it, so, it's, Go ahead. It wasn't so overdramatic that I was like, oh, you're trying to make this guy a good guy. It was like, no, he was probably shitty, but also like... But he kinda, wasn't Michael Myers. Yeah, it wasn't like, let's round up the pitchforks and torches kind of thing, which felt like a very obvious metaphor in this setup. Yes. Oh, yeah. I guess a lot of that was reshot, too, after the... St- date of how things were the last year. Right. Um, there are in, there are rumblings that the third movie is going to take place during the pandemic. I'm not sure if that's a good idea or not, but we'll see if they actually do that. I mean, I'm going to hold my hold my tongue on that if I think that's a good idea or not. So here's the thing. If I only saw the first movie, I would say bad idea. That's like that's too deep. <clears throat> Having seen this film and they went like halfway down the chasm, I'm excited for a third film that says, "No, yeah, a town that didn't deal with their drama because of COVID-19 is not going to be better off when the restrictions get listed. That's very true. That sounds genuinely horrifying to me. So the fact that they landed on that as their background, I'm like, just Michael Myers watching people die left and right and going, it's like candle Jack on, um, uh, freakazoid. I'm going to go charter a bus. Well, (laughs) it's like, what if he went to kill you and you died of COVID before he killed you? And how would oh, that make him fuck. feel about COVID? You know? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Michael Myers 
Michael Myers pushes pushes vaccines just so he can kill more people. Right. Stay alive. Oh, this so is I terrible. Yes. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, it's and, and I, I, you know, a lot of people didn't like where they left it, but I, I really did. You know, I don't want to completely blow it for people, but um, you know, I, I like where it ends up. I, I, I really do. I, I like the, you know, the idea of you. This is a situation that a mortal would not survive. Right. Right. Like you're, you're like, you know, I loved that. Like the only like. 2018 could have ended, and if you haven't seen 2018, spoiler alert, but 2018 could have ended, and Michael Myers could be dead. I mean, Laurie had the perfect setup for him to die, right? Yeah. The only thing saving Michael Myers is the fact that those firefighters show up. That's right. it. You know what I mean? Like, that. that's it. Um, and it, they make that very clear, you know, that he, he would not have survived this if he were a human. Or well, if he... So, seeing what he goes through at the end of this. And it's like, no, I mean this, this should be it. Right. Well, So, so something I want to point out that I don't think reviewers in general have, have accepted is that he didn't survive because firefighters showed up. He lily frogged his way out of that with just luck. That's like, true. Yes. He, there is no logical situation where the series of events where he yanks a firefighter down Yanks a second one down, still escapes, and kills more of them. That is not a, like, logical situation. That is a lucky leapfrog, which makes him more evil by the end of the movie, yes. where you go... Also, did you did you know he outkills his death toll from 2018, which had a big death toll, after that sequence is over? Yes, yes. So the by whole... the end of that sequence, there are now more deaths in this movie than in the, all of 2018, after the first 10 minutes. Which it's just, pretty ridiculous. I, I love that, <laughs> and I love what that does for the character later when it's like, oh, he's surviving this blank situation. That means he's immortal. And it's like, no, we knew that from the get-go because he wasn't going to finish out the introduction to the movie unless he was pure evil. Like, he is... Yeah. He's in a Schrodinger, uh, Schrodinger's area of, like, human to demon. Like he's, I don't exactly. know where, I don't know where he is right now. And that's awesome. That feels and, and so it's cool. cool. And it's cool. And I hope they don't answer it. Same. That's the other thing. I hope we get through Halloween ends and they finish. I, I really do hope it's the final one for a little bit. I'd love to see someone else tackle it, but I hope their trilogy finishes whatever story they want to tell. But I hope we're left wondering. Mm-hmm. Like what exactly was Michael? What exactly was motivating him? Exactly. Um, and so... I just, and again, this is, this is not to shit on anyone that doesn't like it. Take away whatever you want from a movie, but I'm, I'm biased in saying that all I felt the whole time I was watching this was this was a perfect sequel to a Halloween film. It's exactly what I want. If you're going to make more Halloween, hmm. this is what I want to see. Yeah. If you're going to stop in 2018, cool. 2018 was great. But if you're going to make another one, this is what I want to see. This isn't lazy. This isn't bad filmmaking. This is people having a fucking blast with the character. Right. That's all they're doing. And, you know, I, I love even that they sidelined Laurie, you know, for the majority of it to evoke Halloween 2 a little bit. Because she gets a great speech at the end of this. Yes, yeah, she It really does. sets up whatever the fuck is going to go on in Halloween Ends. Right. Which I hope... So, Short. I, I want to say what I hope for Halloween ends a, a little bit. I, I want to, but but I also want to say where you know it's hard to rate a movie like this. 
because this is this is not a masterpiece of filmmaking like the last movie that we talked about. But as far as Halloween is concerned, I mean, 2018 is like a 9 out of 10 for me as a movie. <laughs> this one's like a 7 or an 8, but a 10 out of 10 on enjoyment. Like, this is one I'm going to pop in over and over and over again. I just want to show people this movie. Look at what he does. When he right. stabs the guy in the eye, that's fucking awesome. Come on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like... I respect 2018 for being like, let's be prestige horror film, right? I think Halloween Kills goes, okay, but like, Zoomers need slashers, right? And that's what they deliver on. And it feels like it's like the movie has an idea and a purpose, but then at the same time goes, but yeah, we also want to have like the cool kills. Like, it feels like it's deep and cool at the same time. And so it sits in this like more fun space than for me, where it's like I, I get wanting like a cinematic Halloween experience, but like what about a really fun Halloween experience? And Kills brought it for me in a way that 2018 did not. 2018, and, and, I don't put on and watch for fun. 2018, I respect the shit out of. Right. But I don't put it on and watch it for fun. This is going to be on constant rotation. 2018 feels like when you look at um, the thing from 1981 yeah. and compare it to like the, the original <laughs> version from the fifties and you're like, yeah, obviously this is better. I feel like Halloween 2018 is like, obviously that is the better Halloween film, but it respects the others. But then Halloween kills comes along and it goes, okay, but like, what do you enjoy about slashers? Cause that's what we want to do. Yeah, and what if what if we just took bath salts before we started writing this? Exactly. What if we did that? <laughs> what what if, what if it's like the worst night you've ever had in your specific small town? And I I also love and respect any movie that takes place immediately after the last one stopped and ends threads that you didn't even know were threads from the previous movie. Yes, yeah, that's a like big... showing where characters that like left a shot were going. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like wow, this is. I also love that even though I enjoyed the the kid characters from the first movie, I love that they sidelined the fuck out of them in this one. They because didn't need they, they didn't need to be there. This is about the town. This is about the town trying to protect them and I think that's very cool, you know, but I'm glad that they sidelined them. Well, we mentioned it in the last one too. I also appreciated that the the <laughs> town seemed like it felt like it celebrated the Michael Myers Halloween era in the same way the 72 fest celebrates making films around that time where it's like, yes. So this is really tough, but also like, let's have fun. It's like, it's like being in Salem on Halloween. Yeah. So uh, we know we murdered a bunch of girls back in the 1600s, but um, drinks are half off. Exactly. Huh? Yeah. And that girl, and that girl's wearing a spooky costume. Come on. <laughs> Uh, it, it's awesome. So, so yeah, ha- Halloween Kills. I just adore it. I'm really happy it exists. I'm I'm happy, like you said, that Zoomers, that young kids, are going to get to see this maybe without even seeing the 2018 one and have their brains blown back by how viscerally right. nasty and silly at the same time a movie can be. Like imagine imagine seeing Malignant for fuck's sake as Ooh. a current teenager. But it, this. And again, people compared them, and I agree. People are like, you can't compare Malignant and Halloween Kills. One of them's good. I'm like, whatever, fuck you, one. And two, no, they're both super campy. And I on love purpose, that about them. For fun. On, on purpose. It's and, and they're directors that know how to not make camp. 
Exactly. They, like da- David Gordon Green has been nominated for Oscars before, but he's really sitting back and going, you know, what would be fun here? Right. Like, what if I backlit this whole shot like a goddamn kung fu movie for some reason right now? Like, well, how about that? <laughs> you, you know? Um, what what if Michael Myers kills someone with a fluorescent light bulb? Like, how about that? That's so <laughs> fun. That whole sequence is like frighteningly fun. It's like I want to be what there if, for the planning if, process, and also I want to be scared by the reveal. And what if Michael Myers has so much odd respect for Big John and Little John, who he dispatches in a terrible way, that he sets them up to look like their nice photo? Exactly. Dude. That's exa- so Michael Myers right there. What? It, it, it's, also, I, I. Go ahead. Oh, I, I was just going to say it's so fun and so full that it's like, even if you don't get the best movie experience, you're going to get the best experience from like chunk to chunk as you watch through. Exactly. Did you know? This funny meme went around earlier. I don't know if you saw it. The actor who played Little John in that sequence is the same actor who was run over by the steamroller that Austin Powers was driving in Austin Powers. So he has been killed by both Mike Myers and Michael Myers. That's amazing. That's Isn't that amazing. great? That's amazing. Yeah. So anyway, so now people know what we think about the movie, but what... Again, it's it, after like I would not have been able to predict Halloween Kills after Halloween 2018, but what what do you what do you hope we see in Halloween Ends? Like I want to see Laurie Strode go fucking Michael Myers and like have a mask reveal with her just fucking going batshit. I know that's really lobball and and cheap, but I would love to see it. So okay, I feel like in the same way that we were talking about Dune. Um, discourse being similar to Lord of the Rings discourse. I feel like Halloween discourse is similar to Star Wars discourse in that in these like sequel, prequel or or sequel reboots, sequel legacy sequels, legacy sequels. Yeah. In, in these, you will have your force awakens Halloween 2018, where it's like, we're just doing the flavor exactly to prove that we can still do it. Right. Yep. Then you get kills in Last Jedi, which is like, no, we want to ask questions. Like, what if the town is as evil as Michael Myers? That's not like the. That's my comparison between the two. If we hit Halloween dies, that's the last one, right? Halloween ends. Halloween ends. If Halloween ends is like the the rise of MacGuffin, the rise of Skywalker. Uh, yeah, rise of Skywalker. So if we if we end. Halloween, like Rise of Skywalker, I will be out fully. I don't need... That's what I'm worried about. Yeah. So, however, however, if we end Halloween Ends, like, what if we continued to The Last Jedi? That could be the coolest thing I've ever seen in the slasher genre, ever. Right, because if Halloween Ends was like Rise of Skywalker, it would start with that stupid cult being a thing. Right. Because they'd go, well, some people really, really want an old character to show up. Right. And we've got the guy who played Palpatine here. So we'll just have him show up. It'll be fine. You know? Um, I, I really don't want that. 
But what they could do, someone brought up a really clever thing. And I think this would be wonderful. This would okay. be a great way to go full circle. You, you've seen Halloween 3, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. So the movie goes through, whatever happens, happens. And let's say it ends with Michael Myers being dead. However he gets dead. Someone picks up the mask, opens it up to the tag on the inside, Silver Shamrock Mask Company. Roll credits. So it's the fucking mind control mask from Halloween 3. The whole fucking time. That I love how simply good it is, but I, I don't see that playing. I no, really... neither do I. Outside of David Gordon Green saying that if 2018 was a hit and they gave him a sequel, he said, I really, really just want to take the piss out of everyone and remake Halloween 3 instead of doing another Michael Myers movie. He did say that. Okay, all right. <laughs> let, let, let me add to this this lore then. If Halloween 3 is the midsummer of Halloween movies, where oh, shit. it's acceptably so good that you don't care it doesn't link back in, and then when it does link back in, you go, oh, fuck, where are we right now? That, to me, I would accept that wholesale, no questions. Yeah. Just like, literally, how do we explain Michael Myers without explaining him? Oh, it was just the mind control mask from Halloween 3. Yeah. Like, he literally just bought it from a store, and that's what's been going on the whole time. Yeah, yeah. That, and explaining all of his kills throughout the movie as people get infected by the mask. And, like, we did two movies, but then we show you the events that led to these murders and, like, how yep. they're, like, occultish. Yeah, that that could be so fun i see it the would potential just, it would be fun i don't think they'll do it but i would love it i would love it if they did it you know Espec- it, it, would, es- it would go ahead a, a big part of what they did well is that every kill is unique so like the the comedian kid that gets stabbed through underneath of his jaw like yeah that is so unique that if you redo that we know exactly who you're referencing yeah. based off the last two films if you do that <clears throat> exactly I love that they got the uh, the bowling ball eyes, thumb eye death into this one too. That's one of the Dude. best kills from the original, like five. I'm not gonna lie. Awesome. I, I like. I don't want to spoil anything, but there is a moment towards the end of the film where it's like, oh, we're seeing what should be the end of the movie, and then the movie goes, oh no, we were showing you what like the bad end for the bad guy could look like, but like, no, fuck you. He's not going there. And then it bounces back and you go, what is happening for like 20 minutes? That is loved it. That, that was the most meta textually I've been involved with the slasher ever in my entire life. Now, like playing on the thing that I really didn't like from 2018, just because of how they handled it but would be a cool thing. We now have that actor that's shown he can play Donald Pleasance in the past, which means that for all intents and purposes, we could do a ha-ha surprise that that doctor still is alive if they wanted to. Having the doctor from 2018 be a Michael Myers obsessive, i.e. a Halloween fan that just wants Laurie and Michael to face off so badly that he brings Michael to her fucking house, Right. I liked that idea. I just don't think they handled it quite well. Yeah. But if there was a 
oh, Michael's dead. Like, legit. No way coming back. And then people keep dying for, like, another 45 minutes. And then we get either it's fucking Donald Pleasance or Laurie Strode. I would, even though we that's been done a million times before, I'd applaud them for that. That's kind of cool. Like, the evil begets evil kind of thing. All yeah. right. I could do that. Um, don't know. You know, it, it could go in so many different places. And that's what I like about Halloween Kills is I think it opens the playing field now. It where does. Where they could just go completely yeah. bonkers if they wanted to. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I really liked it. And I, the discourse has been terrible, I think. I feel like, and, and again, this is not to talk down to anyone, but someone made a really good point. They wrote, I see a lot of you that would spend $25 for a Blu-ray bootleg of, um, you know, Cannibal Zombies 3 number 7 and add it to your collection of, you know, great horror films that you show all your friends having a lot of issues with Halloween kills. And I really don't get it. <laughs> and it's like, that is part of it. It's like, why is Halloween something that can't have fun? And it's the same discourse with the star Wars films. Like, why do we immediately shit on them for doing something different or being not what you expected? Right. You know? Like why, why does that make it bad? Now you can approach Halloween kills completely as a critic and say, okay, I thought it was badly written or badly acted. And this, all of those are relevant. If you want to say that about it, that's, that's completely objective. That's your opinion. Or so, you know, see, but, um, if it works for you, it works for you. And I just don't know why the horror community isn't eating this up. Now it could just be that Twitter is just too damn loud because the movie made $60 million in its opening weekend right. on a $20 million budget. So right. they're doing something right. Exactly. And again, how do these movies only cost 20 million fucking dollars? They're gorgeous. Well, they're, <laughs> they're shot with like on the street people in, in mind. Like the, the whole point of the movie is like, you should be able to visualize yourself here. Well, Jamie Lee Curtis in an interview on 2018 said how wonderful it was to work on a Blumhouse production. She said, cause it's the only film she's worked on since she used to work with Carpenter that felt like the original Halloween where we don't have trailers. We're like staying in people's houses and we're like renting cheap hotels and like we're doing, the, you know, and like the director is going out and, you know, buying everybody McDonald's for dinner. Like this is the kind of thing we're doing here to get this done. That's and I think so that's cool. really cool. Yeah, no, that's I, awesome. And she said it, it really, it makes you remember what it was like to make a movie like that, where every penny that you're spending is showing up on screen. Exactly. And, and, I, and I appreciate that. I think we need to get back to that. I mean, fucking Malignant cost $40 million. How? Right. It, like it, How? It, it looks like a $2 million movie. It's, it's insane. Like, the, the way that they were able to, like turn that money into yeah we look indie but we're like the best indie thing you could ever make like yeah and 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 we're not even and and we're gonna we're gonna make it look like we're not trying and we're trying really hard exactly like that's it's really cool but yeah i mean we could i've already done a podcast on malignant we could talk that all day but dude thank you for joining me for this i want to do this more same dude i i we i feel like we dive like a third of the way into both movies but the, at the same time it's like everyone listening knows enough to know that like yeah i don't, rec- don't want to blow the whole thing that's yeah. i'm trying to avoid the the review that just 
you know, I want you to see it and form your own opinion, but I want you to know how Seth and I feel about it first. I, I'm reckon I'm recommending it, but from my biased position where you know that if like you're not into Lord of the Rings, yeah, you won't like Dune. If you're not into slashers, you probably won't like Halloween kills. But like if you're into slashers, and especially if you want them to be like good, this is a good fucking horror slasher sequel. Like you don't get to ask for that. God, imagine if nineteen ninety six Seth or Chris went to a video store and saw the VHS of Halloween Kills and picked this up not knowing what you were getting yourself into. Exactly. It'd be the best thing you ever saw. It, it would be... My, Do you know like, what I mean? It would be my, like, why don't the Oscars look at uh, ho- horror movies? That would be my movie, it, if that was I, the I case. Think, I think the best, <laughs> the best review I can give to Halloween Kills is that it takes chances. Yeah, it really does. It takes chances, and I respect that every day over something that feels like it's carbon created to be exactly a certain thing. This wants you to come along on a journey and decide if if what they chose to put on screen worked or not. And if it doesn't work for you, great. But I thought it was great. Another thing I will tell you, somehow, even though they have millions and millions of fans... Not a lot of people know the band Ghost. Do you know Ghost? Seth, did I lose you? I do know Ghost. Do you hear me now? Yeah, I do. I hear you now. Yes, I thought you were just going to like dramatically pause. So I ghosted a lot you of on pe- Ghost. A lot of people I know don't know Ghost, and I thought they were just huge and everybody knew them. But again, they're also huge in a certain subgenre of people. Like if you, I guess if you're not really into horror movies, you don't know Ghost. It's kind of like where it comes from. Correct. But um. They are. They have a new song that plays on the end credits of this, and I went and saw this with a friend who I saw 2018 with, so he reached out and said, we should go see Halloween Kills. I'm like, absolutely. And it's playing, and he's like, this is a really good song. Who is this? And I was like, oh, this is Ghost. And they, like, that night went home and, like, watched everything, and they were like, okay, I'm obsessed with Ghost now. And I'm like, yeah, I, I knew you would be. Like, it's kind of... So anyone that sees Halloween kills. Here's that band in the end credits and didn't know who they were. Look up ghost. They're unique is the best way I could describe ghost They're They're doing something wholly unique unto themselves. And I think it's great. Correct. Yeah. I love it anyway. So I'm going to go to bed. That sounds really good to me. Yeah. You're, you're in Seth is in Florida, which for those of you that are geographically impaired is further away from Boston than Maryland. It, it by about a thousand miles. Yeah, you're correct. Yes. <laughs> just just trying to put it into perspective. But we're on the same time zone, so we're gonna go to sleep. Thank you for shooting the shit with Chippa. Thank you for reviewing movies with me, and um, I hope you guys come back for more. And Seth, um, I think we should do this more on the reg. This was fun. Yes, pretty please. Ba-ba-ba-da-ba.